needs to be able to know how to build relationships, mm. be able to communicate well. Yeah. The character part is very important here mm. because with, with a, a client or, or with be it a direct advertiser or an agency, people can tell whether mm. you're genuine. Mm. People can tell whether you're after their money only right. or do they care about the objective that you want to achieve. Right. Do I want to help you achieve exactly. business results? Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. So it's a combination of like an art and a science. Yes, it is. You know, one thing that I talk about in training programs is it's a combination of, you know, people skills yeah. and process. Yes. yes. Right? Hey everyone, it's Tom here from Soko Sales Training and I'm excited to have with us today a friend, customer, and the regional head of sales for Spotify, CN. Good to have you here, man. How you doing? Thank you, Tom, for cool, having me. Cool, cool. I'm really excited to have you here because yep. I really want to talk about what are the things that uh, Spotify looks for mm-hmm. when, when recruiting uh, sales reps? So maybe we'll start first with, like, what exactly do you look for in candidates? Okay. So this is a specific industry that we are in within Spotify. So in sales within Spotify, mm-hmm. I take care of primarily the advertising portion. Right. So which is where brands are going to put their money to advertise on Spotify to the free users. Right. So it's specifically in the media industry. Yes. It's, it's to do with advertising. So the traits that I look for generally are three things. Mm. The first one really is around their passion for sales. Yeah. But for a product in a tech industry. Mm. So for another company, it's probably going to be different based on the product, but passion is very, very important. Mm, okay. Second is actually their ability to understand the landscape. Mm. So when I talk about this landscape here, it's the marketing and digital landscape. Mm. So understanding the landscape also means you need to know what the, the advertiser wants right. and how to operate with their agencies. Mm. So that's number two. Right. The third and the last one is a, I would say it's good to have, <laughs> but it's critical if you are in a very fast-paced industry. Mm. People who have existing relationships. Mm. So the minute they join us, right. they already have a list. Like their own book, right? Exactly, of who they can call okay. and who they can immediately speak to mm. and take this new product with them. Okay, cool. Especially if they are a, if they are a senior salesperson. They've right. been doing this for a long time. So they should have some contacts, right? Exactly. They're selling other products, now right. they're selling Spotify. Mm. It's a matter of going back to the same contacts and now pitching Spotify. Right. Obviously, after being trained. Yeah. And I love what you said because you were talking about, number one, they've got to have passion, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that's critical. A passion yes. for, for life, a passion for sales. Yes. Right? And they've also got to have a passion for the digital space, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, this whole industry, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it sounds like having experience in that space too kind of helps and that they can bring kind of a, a book of contacts that they can maybe call up, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, cool. So that's sort of what you look for in, 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 sales, in sales reps. I mean, what's the, what's the hiring process like here at Spotify? Mm-hmm. Do they just meet with one person or is there just kind of like a round, several rounds of interviews? What does that look like? So there are several rounds of mm-hmm. interview. So we generally will get through, depending on everyone's time, within two to three weeks. Okay. Now within that time, they will meet Firstly, uh, a set of people, which mm. are they are soon to be peers if they get hired. Right. Okay. Uh, their immediate manager, mm. someone from uh, our talent acquisition team. Okay. Who generally is the first point of contact. Right. And then that maybe does the initial screening. Yes. Right? And okay. thirdly, someone from a cross function. So not in the same sales team, mm. but could be a team that works closely with sales team. Okay. So why is that important? We are we are a organization. We are in an organizational time where 
teamwork mm. is not just important within your team. Mm. You need to be able to work cross-functionally because everyone relies on someone else right. to get things done. Right. So getting that thumbs up from a cross-function <laughs> that this is someone who culturally... <laughs> I can work, work with this well, person. <laughs> yeah, took it out of my mouth. Yeah. So there, those four generally will be uh, the, the first round of hiring process. Okay. And thereafter, it will be the department head. Mm. So in this instance, it's me. Okay. Um, now, we look at different things when they interview. Right. So you, we just talked about the cross-function. So mm. we'll start with there, where they understand whether this person knows how to work with them and even understands what the other roles mm. are within the organization. Mm. So a bit of teamwork type of uh, questions. Right. The peer will be asking questions that are more technical mm -hmm. because the, high, the person that's hired will be doing the same thing. Right. The manager looks at things like, you know, uh, you know, would, are, are you someone who's going to be hardworking? Right. Are you coachable? Are you a learner? Exactly. Exactly. And also, chemistry is very important because they're going to be reporting to each other right. day to day. And for, from a department's head, I will look at those three things that I just told you. Right. Right. I, I normally only have half an hour interview with the mm. final two. Mm. And thereafter, and they've I, already gone through a gone couple through. of rounds already, yes, right? Yes. Mm. Uh, culturally wise, the 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 manager will then feedback to me right. you know, whether they think it's a suitable candidate, mm. and obviously I will ask some soft questions as well to see right. whether this person is not just good for the team, but mm -hmm. overall within my whole organization. I love that, Yen. Yeah. I think I think the, the this culture fit is probably one of these like you know deal breaker type yes, questions. Yes, yes. I mean, you could have all the technical expertise and have this huge book. Yes, but you, you just you just don't play well with others, correct? <laughs> right. In yeah. which case, it's like we, it can't, we yeah. can't have you on the team, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very cool. I love that. That's super cool. So, what what are what are some of the when we talk about character? Yes, a character is probably you know one of the most important things you you need to look for in a person. Oh yeah. Yeah. What are some telltale signs that they either have a strong, good, positive character or they're a shady character? <laughs> That's a, that's a tricky one, generally, <laughs> right? Because there are people who come and they interview really well, mm. right? If you put them on the stage, right. they win an award. Right. So for you to be able to really peel off the different layers, you need to have, you need to have a series of questions. Mm. So as an interviewer, you also, or as a, as a hiring manager, you also have to be on your toes right. to hear what they're saying mm. and then question. Mm -hmm. So you talked about you know, uh, hire, you know, hiring and the questions that you ask, there are some, you know, deal, there are some deal breaker questions sometimes. Right, right. So for me, the first thing is, did you come prepared? Mm. So if I ask this person, what do you think you will be doing and what product you'll be selling? Mm. And if he or she can't even answer me the product that, or understood the product they're selling, means they did not do their research. Right. They did not go online. They did not check out our website. Correct. They did not search for anything, <laughs> anything that's out there regarding yeah. this role. Yeah. Or even ask people who they knew in the yes. organization or people who have left the organization. Yeah. That bit of research shows you are genuine. Yes. And that you want to learn. And it's also a very strong uh, character, a trait of character. Here's the thing. Yeah. Everything you said is 100%. And that research that they do to prep for the interview yeah. is indicative of what they would do in a sales role. Exactly. I mean, my God, I had, I had an, an, a telephone interview yesterday with a candidate. Yesterday. First question I asked her, mm -hmm. what do you know about SoCo sales training? Pause. <laughs> Pause. Uh, 
sorry, I'm afraid I, I, I don't know very much. I said, well, well, why is that? Exactly. Why did you even want to interview in the first place? She said, well, I didn't have much time to kind of prepare. I said, right. you, you can't hop online and do a quick search and find out our website in five minutes and just yeah, do a quick yeah. scan. Look me up on LinkedIn and find out who I am and what we do. And I said, this is indicative. Yeah. Like th- th- an interview is basically a, a sales meeting. Yes, it is. It right? Is, it is. So it's like, if you didn't prep for this, how do I know that you're going to prep yeah. for that sales meeting with the prospect? It's, it's a very telltale sign, very telltale sign that in this is the kind of um, work ethics they're going to have. Exactly. Once they join you. Yeah, it's all little clues, right? Yes. Yeah, and I love are, that. There are many, but it's one of the most mm. important for yeah. me. And I love what you said, Yen, about you know the, the, the questions about character, and some people interview really well. Mm-hmm. Like there's like, I don't know, it's like they're career interviewers. <laughs> like they can win an Academy Award for interviewing skills yeah. because they're well rehearsed. In their answers, right? Yes, And I are. feel like a lot of it is sort of like the questions that we ask them. Mm-hmm. Things like, what are your strengths? Yeah. To yeah, me, those are like the most horrible questions ever. Because, I mean, of course, I'm hardworking, I'm diligent, I'm persistent. Yeah. I mean, And what are your weaknesses? I try too hard. Yeah, I work too hard. <laughs> I don't have work-life balance. Like, oh, okay, nice, right? So they're totally rehearsed. But I find these kind of like situational questions are a little yes, bit better. Yes. Like describe a situation where you, 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 you had to work hard to close a deal. Yes. Like what was that like? Correct. Right? Or Correct. things like who was your favorite boss and why? Yes. Who was your least favorite boss and why? There's no wrong answer. We just want to find out yeah. what that relationship yeah. was like and how they handle conflict, right? But the other way for me, and that's, that's perfectly what some of the, so those are some of the questions I would ask, mm. right? Asking them why... What did you like about your previous company? Mm. What do you expect from this company? Right. Make them talk about emotion right. and not just about the facts. Right, because right. you can see it, right? Yes. I love that. Okay, that's perfect. That's awesome. I think this is so yeah. great. So, so we've talked about you know, the traits that we look mm-hmm. for and, mm-hmm. and, and how important it is to ask the right questions in the interview. Yes. So imagine you've hired the perfect candidate and they're ready to start and it's day one. Mm-hmm. What, what does day one look like for a sales rep here at Spotify? So I will, I will expand a bit more. Mm. Day one generally is quite mundane. Okay. You get your tags. You know, that's you, not what we were looking for, no. but that's okay. This is real life, huh? Day one. So yeah. Because we don't want you to start working. We want you to get into the company and get all the necessary things in place. Your right. laptop, get comfortable. Gotcha. That is day one. Laptop, your yes. tags, your passwords, right. your email setup. We would usually take them around the office okay. to meet everyone. Okay. And just to say hi. Yeah. A nice email is sent out with mm. an introduction, and then they, if time permits, yeah. that's that's the day that they're going to have lunch with the sales team. At least for my for my organization, nice. so that's day one. Cool. But what's important for us? Do you make them pay for lunch? Do they have to treat the team uh, for lunch? Depends. So, oh. I like them. No, okay, just depends, kidding, on, just depends how the interview just went, kidding. right? No, no. <laughs> expense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, but. You know, from day one, that's actually the first week that's very important. Mm. And in fact, within Spotify, we have a policy of making them feel comfortable within the entire first week. Mm. So it's all about getting to know people. Uh, you're not out in market. You're right. not. Okay. You're not. You're not. Bam, day one. Right. Out there selling. So it's kind of like the family first. Correct. Right? Correct. And that's mm. and that's also, I believe, uh, one of the strong cultural traits that a company like us bring because. Uh, if you don't know, we're not an American company. We're a Swedish company. See that? Right? It's not just about meatballs and, and, and nope. family cars. Nope. It's about music too, right? Very nice. That's cool. So what, what are some things that you notice mm-hmm. in, in top performers 
that kind of are, are different from your, your average sales rep? Yeah. What stands out? So back to my first answer in regards to the traits that I look for. Mm. If you missed it, move the podcast or the video back a few minutes and then you'll get the recap from Yen. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they need to be constantly self-motivated and passionate. Mm. So their love for the role, generally, you can see it in the work, mm. in, their, in the way they talk, the yeah. way they communicate, mm. and they constantly are charged up. Yeah. To be honest, it's very hard to do. Mm. Yeah, there will always be ups and downs. Of course. But they always learn from their mistakes yeah. very quickly, mm. failing fast. Mm. Right? These are some of the great traits of, of, a, of a top salesperson. Mm. I can, I give, can I give you some love sure, right now? Sure. Right? And this sure. isn't just because that they're a customer, but I'm saying this, right? Honestly, something I notice in your sales team, yes. a positivity. Every time I see them, they seem genuinely happy, they're smiling, they're positive, and there's just this, this energy like they love what they do. And I think in a sales role, that makes a huge difference. And they're willing, like you say, fail fast. Yes. But some companies don't even allow people to fail, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like they have permission to take risks, to yes. try things, and to learn from those things, right? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you for the reassurance. You're welcome. Yeah, well, I noticed that, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, so, so we talked about like, the, the traits that you look for. You talked about that... Um, that passion, that motivation, you know, it's sort of like a, a combination of like an art and a science, isn't it? It is, it mm. is. Mm. So I was just going to talk about that around, you know, obviously someone's passionate, right? but they also need to know how to succeed. Mm. They need to have a plan, right? right? So that plan, as you rightfully mentioned, is a combination of art and science. Mm. So if you don't look at data mm. to be able to inform you on decisions, right. then you are just shooting in the dark. Right. You're going out, winging it all the time. Right. And you can't wing it all the time. Right. Right. There are some good times, yeah. <laughs> but most of the time you do need to be well informed before you go out. You need sure. to plan. You need to have a, a, a calendar of uh, you know, activities and, and milestones mm. that you need to achieve. Mm. And that can't be done alone as well. It requires teamwork. For sure. So looking at data, not just internally, but external data. Mm. So sometimes you do need to invest in external data to mm. be able to know what is your addressable market out there? Okay. Then at least when you're doing an account planning, mm -hmm. you know who to go after. It's realistic, who's, right? Correct. It's who's based your on ideal fact. client profile? Right. Because you do not want to be chasing tails and spending a lot of time. Right. And that time is money, literally. For sure, right? Now on the on the other part of it is someone needs to be able to know how to build relationships, mm. be able to communicate well. The character part is very important here mm. because with, with a, a client or, or maybe a direct advertiser or an agency, people can tell whether mm. you're genuine. Mm. People can tell whether you're after their money only right. or do they care about the objective that you want to achieve. Right. Do I want to help you achieve exactly. business results? Exactly. Right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's a combination of like an art and a science. Yes, it is. You know, one thing that I talk about in training programs is it's a combination of you know, people skills yeah. and process. Yes. Yes. Right? You've got to have the people skills, the, the, the this, the interactions, that genuineness, and you've yeah. got to also have processes. How do I qualify people? How do I mm -hmm. identify my ideal target customer? What's the cadence or the sequence of following up with people? I yes. mean, that's kind of the science part, right. but you need that art as well, right? Yes, yes. Cool. Have, you, have you noticed anything unique mm -hmm. about reps selling in Asia as opposed to you know, other markets? I mean, what, what's it like selling in Asia, for example? Because you have a... Re, you, 
you're, you're, you have a regional yes, sales I do. team. So yes, I do. What, what challenges and opportunities does that present? Yeah. So the important thing is to hire people who appreciate and understand local nuances. Mm. So this local nuances is not just about how mature a market is. So in the area of advertising, there's a lot of tech involved. Right. So is this market more mature? That's not just about that. It's mm. about culturally when you're talking to someone. It is, it is a people-based you know, uh, industry right. where you have to talk to someone in order to close sales. <laughs> right. right. So to do so, you need to understand the things that you should be saying. How do you approach someone? Mm. What do they care about locally? So yeah. that, I believe, if you say whether that's a huge difference, mm. I don't think that changes a lot. Okay. Right. Obviously, like the fundamentals, the fundamentals don't, doesn't don't change. change okay. Right. Okay. You have to invest in the people that you're talking to. Right. Understanding where they come from. Right. Because that in that way you connect well, and that builds trust. Hmm. So I guess it's important. You know, I like what you talked about about you know, the, the fundamentals of sales don't change. Yes. And at the same time, certain markets might have more, you know, maturity yes. in terms of, you know, digital advertising versus others. You know, like Indonesia would have, you know, some differences in, in their adoption of it. Yes. Then, for example, you know, Singapore, for example. Correct. So I guess it's kind of having a team that's able to, to navigate that yes. and, and understand those nuances, right? Yeah. And it's interesting when you compare Indonesia and Singapore, mm. we find that depends on the area of uh, area that we're with we're focusing on, mm. it's not necessary that a developed market is more mature than a mm. non-developed market. Right, right. Right? Yeah. It depends on what the industry it pushes. Right. So take Indonesia, for example, it's a very tech-focused industry. Absolutely. And they've got so they way move, more cell phone use correct. than most countries. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And they move way faster sometimes in certain areas of advertising. It's amazing. So yeah. in fact, a lot of those you know, developing countries yeah. have leapfrogged yeah, some developed yeah. nations in terms of their adoption of Correct. technology. Exactly, and I think having a team that that is aware of that and yes. doesn't have these assumptions about yes. a market yes. uh, and can see it for what it is is pretty important. Yeah. Again, back to art and science, right? If you you, mm. you can communicate well, but did you do your homework? Right. right. That's a good point. Okay. So from time to time, you know, we talk about these rock stars and these yeah. great salespeople. Yeah. It's not always smooth sailing, no, right? No, and it's kind of no. like you get your you get your lumps and your bumps and your your highs yeah. and your lows. I mean, how do you deal with with the inevitable sales slump? So it's it's hard when it comes by, but in our organization, it's not a surprise when it happens. Mm. So what's important is we have a a system in place within managers and the team. That, that is constantly a weekly one-on-one mm. for half an hour every week. Cool. In that one-on-one, we don't just talk about, hey, how's your number? <laughs> right. right. But we talk about... you don't need to meet to do exactly, that. Exactly. Right? That can all be on a shared document. Right. Right? <laughs> right. So we talk about people issues. Mm. We talk about personal issues. We talk about areas of development. So kind of like, how's it going on. for you? Exactly. How's your week going? Yes. Yeah. And from there, the science shows. Mm. If it's, a, if it's a bad day, they will talk. And, but obviously, you have to build a, a level of trust. Right. So again, down to some of our values that we care about, transparency mm. is very important. Mm. So when you have that conversation and when you get into a deeper development talk, it doesn't come as a surprise. Right. So obviously, if there are some issues, we identify it. Right. And we put processes in place like 
you need to be retrained. Mm. Because mm. sometimes they, they forget when they're doing something as autopilot, yes. then we send them back to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because sometimes people yeah. learn something, but then they either forget what they learned or they, they stop doing what they know. Yes, right? and that's in the area of mastery because right. is, there is always room for improvement. For sure, right? Sometimes it is not about their, their um, confidence mm. or lack of. Right. Sometimes it's just something that happened at home. Mm. Right. They're just so, having an off day yeah. or an off period. And being a manager which actually speaks to them and develop that trust, mm. them being able to tell you is already one step towards recovery. Yeah, huge. Because they've probably been holding it in Correct. and just kind of dealing yeah. with it. You know, the feeling that I always get here again is that you talk about transparency and trust, mm-hmm. that the team feels like they can trust you. Yes. Right? And if they can do that, then you, you know that you can also trust them. At least that's what I'm trying to build. Yeah, you're trying. We, have, you know, we always try. Yeah. But at least if, yeah. if, if, you're, if you have that intention yes. and the team feels that, then they'll trust you and then you can trust them to come to you with any issues. Because yes. the last thing any leader wants is like surprises. Correct. Correct. Right? Yeah. It's like, don't keep me in, in the sales, dark, right? bad news needs to travel faster. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to wait till month end to yeah. find out, yeah. what? There's nothing in your pipeline? <laughs> My gosh. So um, I, I think we, 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 we talked about some of the traits that you look for. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing is kind of like, you know, mindset, right? You know, we, we hear mm-hmm. mindset. What kind of mindset or perspective or point of view do you feel like sales reps need to have? So we, we have a lot of... Um, internal trainings around the softer skills. Mm. Like we come to you for sales skills. Mm. But the softer skills is managed by a team called Greenhouse internally. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what we do is we go through a lot of different trainings such as stakeholder management, mm. uh, time management, uh, trainings such as uh, growth mindset. Ah, and cool. it's not just growth mindset, it's team growth mindset. So there are even two separate oh, wow. training, one for you as an individual mm. and one on how do you work as a team. Ah, okay. So that mindset and how they approach issues and challenges, they, there needs to be some key uh, tips that's given to them and mm-hmm. these kind of trainings help them. I love that. So whenever we do talk, one thing is because everyone's been to their training, right. we speak the same lingo, right. so we can use some of the trainings that we've learned to be able to draw them back mm. and bring them into that level, same page, yeah. and say, let's tackle it this way, this way, and this way. Yeah, I love that. You know, what's so cool about like, you know, and, and it comes back to kind of the recruitment too. Mm-hmm. We want to get people on our teams that have a growth mindset, yes. right? So for those of you, you know, we, we say growth mindset, and it, it can sometimes come across like a buzzword, right? Growth, but what exactly is it, right? Well, it's about uh, believing that, that failure is just temporary. Mm-hmm. Right, and you can learn. You talk about fail fast, yes. But you know, and do we learn from those failures? And yes. and and the belief that you can learn something, the belief that you can improve, as opposed to having a fixed mindset where you go, hey, exactly, this is just too hard, Yen. I mean, yeah. I, I'll never, I'll never learn how to prospect. I'll never yeah. learn how to qualify. I can never learn how to to manage key accounts. Correct. Some people Correct. have that mindset. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm. And once and once you have learn how to you know, identify, because self-awareness is very important. Mm. Mindfulness, yep. self-awareness, being able to know that I'm tackling the problem the same way I've been doing it, mm. it's, it's generally a fixed mindset. Mm. So it, it's all, I mean, it's, there's a lot of elements into it, but the most important thing is for them to be self-aware and seek help and start talking to the managers. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think what's great about having a team that has that collective growth mindset yes. is you can go to a colleague and go, I'm feeling a bit stumped right now. Mm-hmm. 
what should I do? Yeah. You know, or yeah. have you been in this situation? How do you get out of it? Because there's going to be a whole free flow sharing of ideas, Correct. which Correct. is awesome. And that's where culture plays a very important role. If the team do not feel that it's a safe environment, if the team feels that asking for help shows equals weakness, right. then there's something wrong with the culture. See, we think it's a strength, yes, right? Like being curious yes. is, is to be courageous, right? Yes. But some cultures are kind of like, hey, you don't know? Yeah. Why did I hire you? You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can I, can I have your deck? Why? <laughs> right. There can yeah. be a secrecy, a privacy, yeah, exactly. but it's sort of like, let's all learn from each yes. other and grow. It's healthy competition. Yes. Everyone needs to be on that, that playing field. I love right? that. Okay, cool, cool. So just a couple more things, sure. which I think is really important. I mean, you talked about a, a, a passion mm-hmm. or, a, you know, is, is, it, is it like a, like a spark or like what, what is that thing that you're looking for in a rep, like this passion? What, tell us more about this passion. It's, it's hard to pinpoint, mm. but you see in the quality of the work. Mm you see that when they put something in or they, they approach an issue, they don't just go, all right, I'll do it this way and then walk away, mm. right? They look at it, they involve others, they become a team player instantly. Yeah. And whatever they try to achieve is for the greater good, not sometimes just for themselves, but mm. for the team, mm. right? So the passion is not just about that fire and the spark. It's passionate about the business, passionate that our own business outcome right. is going to be affected based on my decision. Mm. So the way they talk, right. the way they communicate, mm. right, the way they involve others, the way they play nice, right, right, all these are part and parcel of someone who's passionate about the business. It sounds like it's all it's part of their character. It is, right? It is. And I know. So one thing that you that, that reminds me of what you say is about conscientiousness. Yes. Right. They're they're conscientious and they and they have this you got to do the right thing. Yes. You know, we just had our a strategic planning meeting the last mm-hmm. two days and we were kind of like revisiting our, our, our corporate values. Do we like, need to conquer 2020, I see? Dude. <laughs> the world will get so code in 2020. Like, get ready, guys. You know, so it's just like... I'm getting your signature after this. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> you know, we, 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 we talk about, you know, uh, brand values and what's important to us. And, and one of our core values is we strive to be our best... Mm-hmm and do our best. Yeah. So it's like, be your best and do your best, yeah. right? Like, that's what we're all about. So for me, it's like, I want to hire people that strive to be the best Correct. and to do their very best, yeah. right? And if they're authentic and the way they communicate, you know, they're conscious about the way they communicate, they will be saying things that motivate not just themselves, but right. others. Yeah. That shows real passion. I love that. They'll fire up everybody. Cool. So how about maybe one last piece of advice sure. for, for, for sales leaders, managers out there that are looking to, to build their sales team? Uh, what, what, what final thoughts would you want to share with these guys? Overall, I would say if you, if you have an, a, a goal or a mission for your organization, right? start with that. Start with what you want to achieve mm. and then why you want to achieve it. Then think about who is going to help you achieve it. Mm. So don't go out looking for rock stars if you don't know what you want to achieve with these rock stars. Right. So once you have that mm. mission, then you know what, what would success look like and what, who do I need to help me reach that success. Mm. There's, a lot of, um, there's a lot of points to it, but in general, that has to be the, the starting point for a sales leader. So kind of, it sounds like you're saying start with your, your, your vision 
of what that team would be like and what they would be doing and what yeah. the goals are that you have yes. for the team and the organization. Then try to find people to fill those spots. Sure. Rather than trying to find you know a, a rock star a salesperson in isolation. Yes. Because then you end up having a team of five or ten lone wolves that exactly. can't play nicely together. It's like you're always looking at who's got the goal. You can't hire ten strikers. Right. You need defenders. You need midfielders. You need wingers. Ooh, that's perfect. I love that metaphor. That's awesome, Yen. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, how can people find out more about you? How can they okay. reach out to you? And maybe if, if they're interested in getting a job here at Spotify. Time for my little plug. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, within Spotify, the advertising portion, you can find out a lot more and get inspired through two websites, Spotify for Brands and Spotify for Creatives. So Spotify for Brands talks about our data and, and what our platform does mm. and how it, what kind of audience we reach out. And Spotify for Creative just inspires you with award-winning case studies. I love that. And if they're interested in working here, can they hop on to SpotifyJobs.com? Yes. Exactly. SpotifyJobs.com. Okay, cool. And choose the location, obviously, when you go to SpotifyJobs.com. Because ah. perhaps you're not, you're not looking to work in Singapore, you're looking to work in maybe Indonesia or you're looking to work in the, the States or, oh. or UK. Cool. We are an equal opportunity employer. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, yeah. Yen. Pleasure Thank to you talk Tom. to you as always, man. Yeah. Cool. All right. Take care, guys. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye.